Wick, the season is upon us. Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays are filled with NFL action. The time of eternal hope is over. The rubber is not only meeting the road, it's spitting up chunks as teams crash and burn. What up, Dallas? The Eagles escaped Detroit with a win, but also with a healthy dose of doubt. Welcome into another episode of the 19096 Show with me, John, and my brother, Rick. Say hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. Rick, are your nerves rattled, hope shaken, or do you still have that sense of cautionary optimism? I have cautionary optimism. Um, I think we got a win, secured a win, which is good. It was not quite at the margin that I thought it would be, as I think you sent a test to me during the game. Vegas always knows something. Yep. Line was four. It went up to six, and the Eagles won by three. So I thought for sure it would be a blowout. So I was a little concerned, but um, all is well with the W. Rick, what about you, you, John? I was going to ask you a, a follow-up question. I know I said it's the season is upon us, but in particular, do you know what what season we are officially in now? Uh, we're in. Are we officially in fall now? Nope. We are in the season of cleaning up because we have <laughs> lots to clean up. Yes, it is. Spoken like a true football coach, John. Oh yeah. Oh man. You get in front of that uh, that mic in front of the press, and it's nothing but like, yeah, we'll clean that up. Yeah, penalties, we'll clean that up. Broken thumbs and knees, yeah, we'll clean that up. And we have a lot to clean up, John. Yeah, oh, there's lots to clean up. Speaking of cleanup, let's get to some of the uh, latest news around the Eagles camp. Uh, probably the top news this week, Rick, the Eagles officially lost six ill-timed personal fouls this year. Uh, A.K.A. Derek Barnett is out for the season. <laughs> yes, I know. It was one of those things when I saw him walking off the field, I was like, well, we don't have to worry about somebody getting a personal foul on third and long and the other team goes for two yards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I thought, oh, well, you know, what about all the other plays that uh, he makes? So yeah, yep. yeah, we're a little, uh, little screwed there. Yeah, so the Eagles signed one Janarius Robinson off of what team's practice squad? The Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Um, So he was their, I was looking, he was their fourth round pick last year? So that's interesting that, uh, you know, they basically just, uh, for nothing, well, they traded Derek Barnett to no one (laughs) for a a fourth round pick by uh, by the Minnesota Vikings. So I thought that was fascinating. Well, and then, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, the Lions signed somebody off the Eagles practice squad. Yeah, it was like an O-line or uh, yeah. lineman. Yeah, it's like a yeah. project player that the Eagles had. Yeah. So, that's, I mean, that's, I don't know. I took that as like, are they doing that because they've lost to the Eagles? Yeah, are they are they pissed at us? Are they like, is this right. like a bitter signing? Because let's face it, I could see... Uh, what's his face? Dan Campbell doing something like that. Like, ah, I'll show them. I'll sign one of their guys that they really like off practice squad or some shit like that. Right. Right. I hear, I hear Detroit's going to rename their uh, team to the Detroit Dan's. Oh God. Detroit Dan Campbell's. Well, we'll get to this in around the, the NFL, but later, but it surely beats that like 
Mickey Mouse thing that showed up at, at, at the 50-yard line in, uh, in Cleveland. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. Oh, boy, we'll talk about that in a few. But, um, oh, yeah, right. that's, uh, Cleveland being Cleveland. Cleveland doing yeah. Cleveland stuff. Um, probably the, the most important headline this week, uh, which is a headline that did not show up, actually. Uh, Miles Sanders' hamstring didn't show up on any headlines. <laughs> no, it did not. So, Miles Sanders got his first uh, rushing touchdown in a year and a half. Yeah, so I I will take that as a small small win as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he actually looked pretty decent. Yeah, he did. He uh, what the Eagles ended up having what two hundred some yards in uh in rushing for that game. Yeah, well, yeah. They had uh, oh. Yeah, 216 yards rushing. 96 of that came from Mr. Sanders, 90 from Hertz, 20 from Gainwell, and 10 from Scott. And all all four of them had a touchdown. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Four rushing touchdowns and a pick. Yeah. Pick six. Yeah, uh, sadly, uh, DeAndre Swift, who's on the other team, had 144 yards uh, at nine and a half uh, yards a run. So that's uh, speaking of cleanups. Um, yeah, um, yeah, he seemed to do uh, pretty well against us. He is a Philly guy, uh, St. Joe's prep. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was really kind of strange because they got away. Like Detroit had a lot of success with that, and then they got away from it. Like I was like, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah, that's uh, that's some that's some Dan Campbell shit right there. Right. Um, right. Yeah, because he's from where's he from? He went to Georgia. Uh, he's, was he a Jersey guy? Uh, well, Swift? He, uh, no, he went to St. Joe's Prep. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah, sorry. St. Joe's Prep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, you know, let's get into the uh, what we saw this last weekend. What, 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 were, what were some kind of some of your thoughts there? Rick? Um, I was a little nervous after the the Lions um, got the ball and drove right down the field and scored. Yeah, was that sick. was that was a little alarming. I was like, oh, uh, hello. Um, but then, you know, we came back and scored 24 points in the second quarter. So I was. <laughs> um, but they tried to make it interesting there uh, towards the end. Um, they succeeded. Um, I, I wouldn't say they tried. I'd say they, they succeeded in making it, making it interesting. Well, who, who made it interesting, the Lions or the Eagles? Well, that's a good question. I, I would, uh, I don't know. Uh, so here's the question I was trying to figure out. And I was watching all the shows, listening to all the shows, whatever you want to. So, in week one of an NFL schedule, who has the better, who has a greater advantage, the offense or the defense? You know, I was I was trying to figure that out myself this past weekend, also. And I don't, I could rationalize uh, both being the answer on that. Well, it's funny you say that because then I, what I tried to do is. <gasps> Uh, breaking news, everyone. Uh, Evan the Giants fan has joined us. His mic's currently off, but that's okay if he just wants... Oh, there he is! Can you two say Dynasty? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Sa- Saquon's on. Yeah, Saquon's your boy. He's the back, new, baby. The new NFC East Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're making my ass itch right now with that nonsense. <laughs> I mean, 
Just allow me to gloat for 10 seconds, gentlemen. Jesus yes. Christ. Our first victory in, I think, 27 years on yeah. opening day. Uh, you know, yeah, has, first, it, has, it, has it been that long since opening? It, it feels uh, like it. Yeah. It, it feels like it. And, the, I mean, I swear to God, I would have bet house money that idiot would have split the uprights. Yeah. But lucky yep. for me, he pulled a uh, Scott Norwood in yep. the opposite direction. So, Evan, the Giants fan, let me ask you this. Chris, uh, Rick and I were just debating something. At week one of the NFL, who has the greater advantage, the offense or the defense? Oh, it's a great question. I'm going to say defense. Interesting. Well, how about this? Well, I, go ahead. Do tell. I, well, yeah, I, don't, I, I was trying to figure this out myself. And so what I did is I looked at uh, the average points scored in a game is uh, in the NFL is 44, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And five uh, games were over 44 and 10 were under this past weekend. So maybe the defense has uh, advantage. Yeah, I'm trying to. If, yeah, if that is the case, why would that be the case? I guess probably because the defense is less about being in sync and timing, and that's probably not been hashed out because all these guys haven't played a lot since no one plays preseason games. That would exactly. be my guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it, it is. It is. It is all timing based, right? I mean, you definitely see ill-timed throws. You know. Running backs hitting the hole. Although the way DeAndre Swift was running, he, uh, you know, against our Eagles D line, it didn't look like he had any issues or any timing issues running all over us. Well, that was my first question to you guys. I mean, what? In what sense, happened? I mean, you got the offense on Fuego. Your defense? Are you kidding me? Detroit, thirty-five points. So let's, let's talk about that. Okay, so here's here's kind of what I went to. I was like, all right, well, you know what? What you know? Okay, DeAndre Swift, pretty good running back. You know, fast, shifty. Uh, here's the other thing I don't think people realized. According to uh, Lindy Sports, America's leading football authority, 2022 preview. They gave the offensive line of one Detroit Lions a rating of 9 out of 10. And the more I thought about it, I think they're right. Um, their center's really good. They have a good left tackle. They have Pene Sewell, who is, what, like fifth overall, were, fourth overall two years ago? But they were, they were missing two of their starting offensive line guys. Who, Vitae and who Vitae else? Vitae and another guy, Kramer or something like that. Uh, it would have been, wait, Kramer plays for a, K E oh, uh, Tommy, like Tommy Kramer, yeah, one of their guards. So they're right. missing, Vi- basically they're missing their two guards, there's two guards. Right. right. Um, exactly. exactly. Well, also what you have to take into account is, you know, uh, the Lions were still basking in the glow of their hard knocks sugar high. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. That finally wore off <laughs> by the second half. But let's face it, like if you told me, if you'd said on the offensive line, for this week we're going to have to shoot and kill two of your linemen, which two would they be? I'd say, you know what, take the two guards. Keep the, keep the tackles and keep the center. You can have the two guards. Spoken like a true tight end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
So, but true. I mean, it's it's the one it's the one position you're like, eh, guards, come on. Yeah, that's the position like you know the the backup center or like the backup backup tackle. They'll move to guard just to kind of. It's definitely like the uh, the the holding the on deck circle for the other positions. Yeah. Um. I you know I saw the numbers on the Giants Titans game and I saw Daniel Jones went. 17 for 21. I thought maybe he was playing against the Eagle secondary, the old Eagle secondary. <laughs> 17 for 21. I mean, yeah. you know, but the idiot still threw an interception in the end zone, so. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to unteach. But the shiny moment of that, I love that the new coach went over there and, you know, chewed his ass out. That was the highlight of that whole game was just like, you idiot, what are you freaking throwing an interception? It's like, get your head out of your ass. I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, no, that, that's what you guys need. You need some, uh, you know, none of this, like, you know, uh, uh, what's his face? Joe Judge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just kind of dancing around stuff. Or Where's or, where's that dude now? I'd like to. Where's that bumper? <laughs> he, he, was, he, was, he was judged and fired. I think yeah. he's, like, tight ends coach for, like, what, New West, West, now. West, West well, Michigan? Control. Western Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Judge. Yeah, he's the. Uh, is he he's really a, with the Redskins or whatever they're called? No, no, the Commandos. He, no, he's with the Patriots. He's no, the Patriots. offensive assistant for the Patriots now. Oh God, Belichick. Uh, what I liked about the Giants Titans game was, with uh, at one point in the fourth quarter, the Titans had an eighty-two point six percent chance of winning, and then. We all know what happened. They lost. <laughs> the, the great collapse of 2022. With, yeah, with two minutes and five seconds left in the game, they had an 82.6% chance of winning. Wow. And they lost. Wow. So Now, I, did you guys get nervous? I mean, you're up 38-21, and you're cruising along. You give up two quick touchdowns. Did you get nervous? Like, holy shit, we're going to blow this game? Yes. <laughs> Short answer. I, I, was, I was thinking that after the Lions scored, got the ball and drove down the field and scored a touchdown in the first yeah. quarter. I, I was I was chugging my uh, Coors Lights and my uh, 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 Bloody Marys. I was I was definitely getting anxious. My chicken fried steak went down very quickly during that time. Yeah, yeah. During that first drive, I was still getting questions. Where's John watching the game? And I yeah. was like, Do I look like John? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that it was a little, you, you know, and the, you never know the first game, especially now when these guys don't even play in the uh, first, uh, you know, in any of the uh, preseason games, right? And we beat the the Lions last year, forty. What what was it, John? Like forty one to six or something like that. Yeah, it was it was like, blowout city, baby. Yeah, I was hey, obliterated. Whatever yeah. it was, I thought for sure it was going to be a huge blowout and. Then that stuff started happening. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But of course, they shot their, you know, they shot themselves in the foot. They tried an onside kick, you know. I mean, what was that? I just I saw that happen. I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome! This is too good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's new on the one nine zero nine six podcast this year? So you, we we have an opening theme song now. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, we have opening theme song, so that's very exciting. And yeah, that's it. It's, it's pretty much the same <laughs> shit. Beautiful. Well, yeah. Well, I have a new. Uh, I have a new 
segment that we're going to start this year. And it's going to be called Santa Claus at Snowballs. Oh. And it's going to be me bringing to the public bad behavior by other teams' fans in order to dismiss this whole, the Eagles' fans are terrible. Because this past week, and this is something that I think we can all be happy about, Dak Prescott and his thumb um, is broken. He's going to be out, what, 68 weeks. I don't know what they're going to do for a quarterback. They're talking about trading for Gardner Minshew. Um, but the Dallas Cowboys, after um, Dak Prescott broke his thumb as he was walking off the field with an injury, they were throwing, the Cowboys fans were throwing garbage <laughs> No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, more, more importantly, did you see, uh, what game was it where someone uh, tailgate? This is a, here's a mental, week one mental error of the week, right? It, and it didn't occur on the football field, but tailgating, someone didn't put out their, uh, Put out their um, barbecue and just burned down like twenty cars at like one of the games. <laughs> where, where was where was that? Oh god, I got I got I got to find. I want to say it was like New England. Um, uh, keep talking, I'll find. That's it out. hilarious. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah. Um, oh no, it was Dolphins. Yeah, no, it was, it was the Dolphins Patriots game. That yeah. is just so classic. Dolphus parking lot fired torches 11 cars during Patriots game. Um, yeah, but so are the Cowboys screwed or what now? Uh, I, I'd like know, to think so. I, I <laughs> you know, yeah, that was kind of a rhetorical question. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you watch when you did you watch uh, the game the other night when they cut to uh, shots of? Um, What's his face? That traitor, uh, Jason Peters. Uh, he had the look of like, you know, when he was standing on the sideline, like uh, maybe this wasn't a good idea after all. Like <laughs> he wasn't exactly like running around, like all excited, John with the guys, like pumping them up, saying like, do this, do that, you know, coaching tips. He was sitting there like, ah, shit. Uh, I, I, he, he wasn't upset when he took his check to the bank to cash it. No, certainly not. Um, yeah, you know, I also heard, you know, they're going to keep him on the practice squad in, until he gets in shape. Have you, have you ever seen Jason Peters? That might be two or three years. Yeah, no, they, they may be looking at a 2027. <laughs> he is a large man. He is a, yeah, he's a substantial. But we covered, we covered this last week. He had a very good strategy. If he ever got tired during the game, he would just fall down and pretend like he was hurt. <laughs> I wouldn't give him a break, right? So... You know, when I was tired during uh, practice, when I when I played football, I would just claim I had to pee. And I just ran over to the corner, just pee in the corner. That was, that's how I got my breathers. I, I immediately texted my buddies that are cowboy fans, and I said, "Hey, Mike Lennon's available." <laughs> yeah. uh, two L's in Glennon, by the way, for losses. Exactly. He's he's great at a quarterback sneak. Yeah. So, yeah, on third down. On third down, yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, the master. Yeah, so the, it, I would, that, yeah, the Giants are now tied for first place with us. Yeah. Are you feeling like it's it's a, a blaze? Are, are you just kind of elated? Is this just the, the greatest time of the year for you? I'd want to know. Of course it is. Come on. <laughs> it's like you won the Super Bowl. Totally. 
Yeah. I mean, every other win after this is pure gravy. <laughs> I mean, right. I, uh, I the ex- bar is low, folks. Oh, I, I, am I expecting them to shit the bed against Carolina? Absolutely. Is that who uh, they play this week? Yeah. Oh. So, uh, you guys well, will win. The, the week after that, you guys play the Cowboys, who don't. Oh, know that's the that's the big that's the Super Bowl, yeah. That's yeah, I, you guys arguably, I you know what? After this win, you guys could arguably be three and zero after after three weeks. I'm telling you, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm like I said, dare I say the word yeah. dynasty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but then after after the third game, they played the Bears, right? Which they will lose. <laughs> exactly. How did the Bears beat the 49ers? That's a joke. Uh, eight well, inches but, of rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that exactly. helps. And and no George Kittle to throw to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. That's that's basically how that happened. Right. Now, who did the Eagles uh, have this weekend? So the Eagles take on your well, it's it's what we've dubbed the Rager Bowl, <laughs> which is uh, uh, the your, your Minnesota Vikings. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So At Eagles, home or up in Minnesota. So it's it's at Philly, which gives which I actually think is a good it, that's a good sign. I think if there's a game in the like the first part of their schedule that the Eagles needed to, for it to be at home, it's uh it's it's the Vikings and it's on Monday night, so all your rowdy friends can get together and and, and watch it. But um, yeah, yeah we, no, it's it's it'll be a good game this week. Yeah, we have a pretty uh, easy schedule the first couple weeks. Uh, after the Vikings, I mean, we got the Commanders, the Jaguars, the Cardinals, and then we played the Cooper Rush-led Cowboys. Uh, not according to, uh, you know, that old guy down in Dallas. What, what is his name? Jerry Jones. He says uh, Dak will be back by then. Yeah. yeah. We'll, Keep we'll smoking there, Jerry. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I was watching the Cowboys game. Who is he going to throw to? Like, they have C.D. Lamb, and that's it. Like, I didn't recognize any of the other receivers. Yeah, no, they're, uh, yeah, they have no one to, yeah. And it's not like the offensive line look stellar either. So, I mean, no. they're, uh, they're in a world of hurt down there. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Fantastic. No, but yeah, the uh, the Eagles play the Vikings uh, Monday night with uh, starring uh, Joe Buck and a former Dallas Cowboys QB, and it should be actually. I think it'll be a good game for you know most NFL fans to uh, to watch. And it's not going to be one of those kind of duds. No, definitely, I would say the two front runners of the conferences going toe to toe. It'll be a good one. Yep, yep. Now I'll, I'll be nervous. I'll be more nervous now just to see kind of what Eagles team shows up—the one that's on paper or the one we saw last week. Well, I have some comforting news for you on that. The defensive coordinator for the Vikings has blessed us multiple times before, and hopefully this trend will continue. The defensive coordinator for the Vikings this year is a one. Ed Donatel, and I only know this because, um, actually, my boss was Jim Donatel for a couple of years, back in the early 2000s, but he was the defensive coordinator for the famed 4th and 26 against the Green Bay Packers back in 2003, where Fred X caught the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yep. He was also the defensive coordinator. He got fired because of that. And then the following year, he was the defensive coordinator for the Falcons 
which we beat in the NFC Championship game in order to go to the Super Bowl, right? And then he was, in 2018, he was the defensive backs coach for the Chicago Bears in the famed double doink. No, that's funny. So, um, and then he was the Broncos uh, defensive coordinator last year, and we beat him 30-13. to So, um, when we're playing against this defense, we... uh, we seem to do pretty well. So, see, this is what we talked about last year. It's what kills me about the NFL. It's one gigantic washing machine. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. <laughs> you don't get fired. You just get nope. recycled and put on a new team. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, this guy's this guy's been in the NFL from '99 to 2001, and except for one year at University of Washington, he's he's either been a defensive coordinator or defensive backs coach for 33 years. Well. 20, 23 years. Right. According to uh, Lindy Sports, America's leading football authority, Pro Football 2022 <laughs> re- preview, he has 33 years of NFL experience. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, I mean, I could see that. Yeah, he did spend one year with the Jets. That, you know, that, kept- that, should, that should count against you, that you should like get a year taken off. <laughs> Your, right. your experience, so it's actually 30, That's 32. Like pay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. It's like two for one. Yeah, no, he's, he's gone the Packers, the Falcons, the Jets, the Broncos, the Niners, Chicago, the Bears, to the Broncos, to the Vikings. Oh, that is, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's like American politics, right? There's no term limits. You just keep working till you die. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you're right. It is a total washing machine looking at, like, yeah, it's it's all just a bunch of oldsters and then just you know former players. Yeah, and then and then every year this is actually kind of funny. Every year, uh, Ed would send his brother Jim his Super Bowl tickets, and then Jim would sell the Super Bowl tickets, um, and so that Ed could have like plausible deniability that he gave the money back to Ed. <laughs> Well, you want, to, you want to hear something terrific that's even more uh, more entertaining. Guess who uh, is the defensive quality control guy for uh, your Minnesota Vikings? Fran I'm trying to stay up on these coaching changes, but not that deep. <laughs> a, a one, Steve Donatel, which I'm oh, willing yeah. to bet. Right. They're right. probably right. related. Yeah. They're probably related. Well, and it's good to see that uh, Mike Kafka – of the, uh, the the famed uh, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback factory, who yep. is now calling plays for the Giants. Yeah, plays, thoughts, Mike Kafka. Love him or hate him? Is he related to the golfer? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he did go to Northwestern. Oh, all right. Uh, you know what? Go 2-0 and he'll be my best buddy ever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he was on the Eagles for, yeah, he was drafted by the Eagles, but only on the team for one year, and then he, off to the Patriots he went. And then Jacksonville. Oh, and then Tampa Bay. Oh, and then the Vikings. <laughs> Sorry, and the Titans. Oh, and the, ba- and the Bengals, yeah. Oh, my God. And then and, he and did where's... a tour of the NFC North. And the... Yeah. <laughs> where's your buddy Peterson these days? Where, where is he hanging out? He's, in, uh, he's in, living in uh, tax-free Florida, uh, coaching your Jacksonville Jaguars. Unbelievable. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Talk about a bar that's low for, uh, for someone uh, after what, what went on there last year. So. 
That play. Talk about a shit show. You want to see a shit show? Wow. How is there even an NFL team in that city? It just kills me. I don't I, know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, that's, I totally agree with you. It just, it was, being in that city for a chunk of time, I was like, how, how did they land a team here? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> right? Yeah, there's nothing there. I mean, besides Green Bay, it's got to be one of the smallest cities to have a team. Yeah, it's like they have a civic center and like and a shopping center, and that's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or not a civic center, well, a, a conference center. Like, a, you know, you go have your uh, your Microsoft Windows 1999 kickoff event there, and like, that, that's it. Like, that place is just miserable. Not miserable. Yeah. I shouldn't say miserable. It's not bad. But yeah, I, NFL team worthy. I, you know, I'm sure the NFL regrets that one. There's. Dozens of other cities that have been worthy of an NFL team as opposed to them. Well, they've also had Super Bowls there. That's where the one Super Bowl that the Eagles were in. Uh, just because, yeah, nice. It's the 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 nice weather team. So, yeah. I'm. You know what? Truth be told, I don't think. Here's here's a here's our. Um, uh, you know, our progressive insurance question of the day. Have you ever met a Jacksonville Jaguars fan? The only, the only people that I know uh, in Jacksonville are Eagles fans. Yeah, well, there you go. They don't exist. Yeah, they don't. Zero. Mm-mm. I mean, out here in California, you never see some idiot walking around with like a Jaguars hat on. <laughs> no, never. It's like it's like the same thing, right? You, when you're driving, right? You never see a license yeah. plate from North Dakota. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, they, they don't exist. It's. They, I don't think the team actually exists. I think some just kind of computer rendering they just kind of put out every other every week to just make people think there's a Jacksonville team. I, I thought a couple of years ago that the the owners trying to tank the team in order to take it to. London. I read something about that a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. I, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. I'd buy that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we're already kind of going around the NFL. So yeah, any other kind of, Oh, here's some, uh, some light breaking, uh, news, uh, out of the NFL. It looks like this is odd. I've never seen this before, but five Buccaneer receivers land on an injury report. How the hell does that happen? Well, they have COVID? I don't think so. Wow. Didn't press. Are you okay? All, no, I'm, I'm blown away by that. All five? Yeah, uh, Russell Gage, hamstring. Chris Godwin, hamstring. Julio Jones, who's 82, knee. And two were limited. Uh, Mike Evans, calf. And Brashad Perryman, knee. So who was Tom Brady throwing to? Giselle? <laughs> no, she left him. <laughs> yeah. she's she's on the Jacksonville Jaguars now. Totally. So that's um, a, I, that's odd. I saw the uh, the Jets are trying to go back to the future with uh, Joe Flacco. Yeah, that was uh wow. I mean, Joe Flacco can that guy even run anymore? Oh, that poor franchise. Jeez. Oh man, yeah. I that I just yeah. And I, really, I, you know what? I, I don't hate him that much. But even after the draft, I was like, "Wow, there's like reason to be optimistic." And then they just kind of, yeah. Jets Did you guys see Jets. the uh, thirty for thirty? Uh, the two bills. No, no. So it's Parcells and Belichick, kind of reminiscing their time together. Uh huh. And you know, so it's 
it's actually pretty it's pretty good. But the the best part of the whole thirty for thirty is the very end. They're walking out because they shot the bit inside the Giants locker room, and they're walking out, and then and then Bill uh, Parcells like, well, "What's up? Where are they taking us now?" And Belichick says, oh, "They want to take us to the to the Jets locker room." He's like, and Parcells like, "What?" <laughs> And he's like, nah, screw that. And he's like, you know, because we served, we played, we played there together. We, you know, we both coached there together. No, 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 I'm not going in there. The hell with that. And then Bill and Jack's like, you're right. Hey, and he looks at the producer. He's like, hey, dude, we're not going in there. <laughs> it's just bad news, bad karma, and the show on a high night, on a high note, right? We're not going in there. It's, it's just. The epitome of the Jets organization. Like, Which is, but why? Why are they consistently so bad? Is it just ownership, or like what is? Are they just cursed, or what? It's clearly the locker room, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> is it like as the NFL? It's just like designated them, like okay, you guys are going to be like the joke franchise for eternity. That's a or pretty like, expensive joke, considering they're the New York Jets. I got to say, but I mean. Maybe that's the maybe the joke's on us. Well, I think it's actually maybe it's it's a whole conspiracy thing so that the Giants fans can say, well, at least we're not as bad as the Jets. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. But they started off so good: Broadway Joe, Super Bowl, you know, hot ticket in town, and then just they must have sold their soul to the devil back in like the early seventies and just the curse of Joe yeah, I, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like you know they they uh, they they cashed in an early Super Bowl for just you know a hundred years well, of misery. That's what you. Ha- that's what happens when you guarantee a win in the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, it was Super Bowl three. Is that right? Correct. Sixteen yeah. and a half point underdogs. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken like somebody who um, <laughs> lost some money on the game. Yeah. <laughs> Blaze, I didn't know you were that old. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, wow. I bet the farm on uh, Broadway Joe, baby. Yeah, oh, God. That's a reason to be a Giants fan, then. (laughs) No, but I, you know, I I have, I think the Eagles. Remember, the Giants feel like uh, it was always a running joke in in New Jersey because it was like when the Jets left Queens to come out to the Meadowlands, it's like, oh, come on. Get out of here. Yeah, stay in Queens. Stay in that. Stay in that shit old you call Shea Stadium. You're, you're a shitty shant franchise. Just stay there. Why oh, did no. they move to? That makes no sense to me. Just knowing that, like, why would you move from Shea to to uh, to the Meadowlands? I don't know. It was the craziest, weirdest thing, and it was like, oh, well, just may, yeah. maybe the Mets told them get out. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, because their training camp was out in uh, Long Island. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, you know, they, well, for the Giants, you know, it was way up upstate at, uh, whatchamacallit, um, the capital. I can't think of it now. Albany. Albany. Yeah, Albany. Or for a little, well, actually, it went from, actually from Jersey to Albany and now back down to uh, the Meadowlands. Where, where was it when you did it, John? I was at that point where it was my first year. It was at uh, FDU, so Fairly Dickinson. Oh yeah, Fairly Dickinson. Which, yeah. which was the year when uh, Herschel Walker was there, and that's when like you'd wake up at, like in the middle of the night, or at least I did like once or twice because it was super uncomfortable, like dorm beds. I kid you not, Herschel Walker was out jogging in the middle of the night. 
was like, okay, cool. This guy's totally normal. Uh, and then the second year was, uh, oh yeah, up to Albany, which talk about a miserable town. Oh my god, like more miserable than uh, Jacksonville. Yes, uh, by times ten. I mean, oof. I feel bad for anyone who went to SUNY Albany. <laughs> I mean, that just that is not a college town. That is a sentence. Well, I was a cl- I was a close second in Syracuse. So come on, Syracuse is nice. So it's pretty out there. Albany what? is not pretty. No. Albany is not pretty. You got a basketball team though, so I mean, you know, feel Syracuse good about that. is a dump. I mean, <laughs> hey, come on, you have the carrier dome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. The, the toilet bowls of 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 all toilet bowls. It's like, you know, it's funny. You go there and you're like all hyped. Ah, going to Q's is great. Yes, the hoops is great and campus is fun. But like, you take a, take a step foot off campus and go downtown. You'd be like, okay, I don't think so. <laughs> what you just described, though, basically is USC, though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> No one really wants to step off campus at USC unless it's an express. It's the watts ex- of upstate New York. <laughs> yeah. Unless you got an express ticket to Santa Monica. <laughs> exactly. Yeah some, of, some, yeah, some of us weren't allowed to go to USC. Because, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mom was scared. Someone's mother uh, was afraid I would not be alive by the time I graduated. Yeah. Yeah, Blaze, my mom didn't want, didn't want Rick to go to uh, USC because she was afraid he'd be murdered. Smart mom. <laughs> Which, you know, at the time it wasn't completely unfounded, you know, but, you know, it's that's an interesting way to steer uh, one's college, you know, preferences. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's she forgot to take into account I was a, uh offensive lineman in high, in high school. Like, if somebody's going to come after me, I'm probably one of the last people. Yeah, yeah, then, P, yeah, P, yeah, people go after, like, uh, you know, old women basically. They don't not, go after like young not guys that are six foot four. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's like in New York. They the subways. You know, they never went after like anyone like who was young and at least over five eight and you know one hundred and sixty pounds. They went. There were plenty of other <laughs> victims out there. Yeah. Excuse me, are you 160 pounds? No, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm not 5'8 no, either. Like okay. I'm, I'm well into the uh, safe range of, uh, of uh, you know, not being attacked on a New York subway at, at, at 1 a.m. Yeah. Although a certain uh, brother of yours was definitely, like, shocked that I would take the subway at 1 a.m. He's like, oh, dude, you're going to take the subway now? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's No one's going to... Pretty funny. Anyway, that's not I why we're get, here. I, I did get harassed by a young gang in, back in the day in New York. And you shot and killed all eight of them, right? That's no, I no. I just threatened. <laughs> I, just, I just threatened the leader of the gang, saying, "Your buddies will probably get me, but you're going to the third rail, buddy." <laughs> that's a good line. I was like, "They're going to get me, but you, you're done. You're going yeah. right after the third rail, and you're, you're going to get your your ass is toast." So I bought enough time before they like decided to jump me. Thank God a couple of cops walked down to the platform and then I then I turned into a screaming, you know, wimpy white kid. Help, help, help. <laughs> Wait, what year was this? Oh God. This is back in the day, man. This is back when uh the Wild Wild West when um Well like early nineties? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when what's his nuts is running the show. Yeah. Dinkins. Yeah. 
Yep, then uh, Giuliani to the rescue. <laughs> Hair he gel and all. Yeah, he should have just stayed in that Italian restaurant in New York and never left. Good Lord. Yeah. All right, so we sidetracked. Back to your Eagles. What's up? Okay, all got? right, so uh, we, got the, we, we got the record bowl. We got the Vikings. I, I'm hopeful. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I, I am nervous, though. So it'll be a real test for, uh, for the defense, more so than the, uh, than the Detroit Lions. Rick, thoughts? Uh, yeah, definitely. Anything's uh, more difficult than the Lions. Uh, but, yeah, the Vikings... The Giants? Or you think the Giants would be more difficult than the Lions? Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Lions. The the, uh, the Detroit Dan Campbells. Yeah. Um, yep. yeah, the Vi- yeah, the Vikings, it, that's that, like, one team that we always have difficulty with, right? We never, like, blow them out. Um, I remember, was it last year? They just, like, routed us in the first quarter. And we were down... Like double digits before we knew it. So, um, but they do have a new coach, and hopefully he, you know, this is going to be his second game. They beat. I mean, if you watch any of that Green Bay game, oh my gosh, the Green Bay it looks like they just showed up to training camp. Yeah, well, I think I think their quarterback did just show up to training camp. He's too busy uh, jawing his mouth on the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> did he look old or what? Holy shit, he looks so old. Like, the, I just the don't funny thing is, here. there's one of those, there's one of those State Farm commercials where he says, "You know what? I've cloned myself so because I really don't like to practice." <laughs> it's like, it's actually, it's funny because it's actually true. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. You know, so, so I say, I guess I'm trying to get at. It. It's hard to say where the you know where the Vikings are. They've definitely got you know a good roster. What. I'm concerned about is right. They've got um, they've got cousins right, who's not great, but they've got he's uh, a gamer. Justin, they've got Justin Jefferson, who um, you know you got to play like you know two safeties deep on him, and then you know the Dalvin Cook is just gonna kill you um, with uh, you know running the ball. So yeah. that's my concern. Yeah, no, I think uh, I, I think there's a great. Well, you didn't you didn't mention the kind of the most concerning player on that team. Actually, you missed one, Jalen Rager. Yes, there you go. I was yeah. waiting for it. Watch out, everybody! <laughs> I, all I've heard his entire career is just get him get him the ball in open space, and it's lights out, baby. Nothing but touchdowns. Um, I really hope he's returning punts because that'll give us two or three fumbles. Yep. What's the point spread in that game? I think it's like two and a half. All right. Nope. So, it, no, it, it'll, be, uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, um, I think if they can get out of there to, you know, get out of there two and oh, uh, the table will be set for a pretty good run. But I'm, I'm ready. I'm getting ready. I'm girding my loins for a one and one after that one. The, uh, yeah, the Eagles are two point favorites. So, yeah. Which is, you know, right on the edge of what being a coin toss, basically. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm going to have to get used to uh, Aikman and Joe Buck doing Monday Night Football. That's yep. a little weird. Yeah, that was a little jarring when I was watching it the other night. Right. Sadly, I forgot the, I forgot the Manning cast was on, so I didn't yeah, watch it. Yeah, see, I went right Man- to the Mannings. I can't yeah. stand Joe Buck. The guy, yeah. guy, it's like vomit in the mouth. It's all day long. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you got you got vomit and a Dallas Corb- uh, Dallas Cowboys quarterback. You know, chatting your ear off. No thanks. Um, the other thing that came to light uh, this uh, today here in Philadelphia is that Howie Roseman, our wonderful GM, who pulled off uh, a number of good moves, has been sitting in on uh, game plan planning. I, you know, I heard that because uh, basically a slip up from uh, the Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon in a uh, press conference. Right. Basically, said it's Howie and uh, well, at first he said it was obviously Sirianni, and then Howie was in there. But uh, you know, I, people started making a big to do about it. And let's face it, the three of us have all been in on meetings with higher ups, lower you know, lower rung people. It's you know, I, I could see a world where, like, the you know, if Howie knows his place, and this is like any good meeting, if Howie knows his place and he's he can read a room, he knows he just sits in the back and just keeps notes and kind of keeps his mouth shut. Well, I could see a world where that's okay. Yeah, I heard I heard John Ritchie today. He was telling the story that when he was with the Raiders, Al Davis would. <laughs> would come down to practice and pull players aside and tell them how to, you know, different techniques. And the the assistant coaches and all the coaches would just roll their eyes. And then when Al Davis would leave the player, the coach would go over to the player and just say, ignore everything he just said. (laughs) (laughs) That's the right answer. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not, you know, Howie's proven himself to be a, a fairly competent guy. You know, I, I'll give him uh, credit, props, whatever you want to call it, for owning up on the Jalen Rager mistake. Um, but, you know, until it gets, like, really weird, I, I don't think that's a big issue in my book. I, th- I think one of the plays this next week they should call the Howie special. Yeah, that's and Jalen Hurts should come up to the line and go, Howie, Howie, Howie. Yeah, if yeah, that would be awesome because you know what that's I give them, uh, I give them like huge points. For, that's basically the 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 Eagles trolling the media. Right, right. Like I mean, the the all the media here in Philadelphia, their heads would just explode. Oh yeah, Joe DeCamera just was having a coronary live <laughs> on the air. And it's like, that's a problem, right? There's like no nuance to this. It's like, oh man, if they're in the meeting, then they're 100% in there, like doing everything, dictating everything. It's like, no, I, I, I don't, you know, a, a well-run organization, which I think the Eagles are, that's probably not happening. He probably wants to know how, you know, be in the know as far as how people are being used. And uh, I don't know, John. I don't know. I, 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 I don't think it's an issue yet. I'm not saying it's not an issue, but I don't think it's an issue yet. Uh, now, if Joe Judge was in the meeting, that would be a different story. <laughs> Safe to say the clown is won't be there. Uh, he's just Belichick's chew toy at this point. I mean, let's face it. He's... Wait, who's – or no, when you have problems is – what's the – what was the dude uh, – help me out here. Space in the name. Who owned Big Mac again? What's his name? Oh, uh, the guy, the, the milkshake maker or yeah. milkshake yeah, yeah, salesman. Yeah, yeah. Shit. What's his name? What the hell's his name? Uh, yeah, Michael Keaton played him in that right, movie. Right. 
I, oh, that the, guy. Yeah, yeah I, that, that guy. Yeah. Because when you have problems, remember when the famous, when he owned the Padres, he went on the PA system and called the whole team over during the game, you're playing like a bunch of bums. <laughs> Cro- uh, croc. Yeah, Ray Croc. So when your guy gets on the PA system in Philly and says that, that's when you have real problems. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You when when he takes the PA system and says, hey, Sirianni, go for it on fourth here. <laughs> exactly. That's when you have big problems. Well, the good thing with the, uh, at least the, uh, the, the Maras in, in New York, I mean, I, th- I think most of them are like so old they can't even see or hear. No, absolutely not. Yeah, so I mean, you know, they're kind of, they should, they more or less should just be members of Congress, right? I mean, they're at that, that age, just kind of old and senile. But that's, the, see, that's the kicker, right? I mean, you got Mara come out to the public like, yes, this was the worst season in franchise history. It's like, imagine if you're Joe Judge, like, I guess oh, I'm thanks. fired? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I will not be picking up my third-year option? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah He's dude. like, you know what? You know where I live. Just mail me my check, and I'll see you guys later. Right. I'm pretty much toast. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be a, f- Yeah. Fun game. I got. I got nothing else on that. I just want to. I just want to see. I just want to see Jalen Hurts run a little less and and Devonte Smith catch a little more. Those are the two things I just want to see. I think right. that's fine. Right. It, it, I mean, as much as uh, Hurts was running, I mean, it's a it's a weapon that there's no answer for. Right. I mean, yep. you know, it goes back. Everyone's covered. Okay, I'm just going to run over here for a first down, right? Yep. I mean, you, you look good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if he starts doing that too much, and you know, like that one time he got blown up. Yep. Um, I thought for sure he was going to be out with a concussion. Yeah, uh, I did too. I think even like at one point, I think during the like as soon as that happened, he uh, one of the refs walked over to him and like asked him like, "Are, are you okay?" And he just kind of nodded to him. <laughs> But you know, there's there's your there's your NFL head trauma protocol at work, right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the it looked like too that the um, you know, from where I sat, the uh, the Lions blitzed a lot. I mean, there was a bunch of times, especially in that second half, they just brought the house on them because they really didn't have they didn't have an answer. They were lining up two defensive ends on one side. Um, Hutchinson and somebody else, and just bringing bringing them like yeah. that. Um, so, yeah. Which you know, I gotta say, like people kind of like gave Hutchinson. Like I was reading some of just the news articles, or you know, people were giving Hutchinson like you know, guff over you know not playing well or just being silenced. I'm like, guys, the the guy went up, you know, one of the best right tackles in all of football for the past ten years. Like, cut the guy some slack, man. Yeah, I mean, he was. We all knew. I think we said last week he's not going to do anything. He's completely nullified by Lane Johnson. Right. Lane, Lane's like probably you know ate his puppy for for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you did hear his name a lot uh, in the first you know first quarter, but I didn't hear very much after that. No, he he, he pretty much. Yeah, because I, I think like the uh, the announcers just had no one else to talk about in terms of anyone on the defense. 
There's just no, no like compelling stories. Oh, uh, they they talked about Rodrigo. Oh yeah, because he was just like the. Did he even play that much? Yeah, he started. Or no, who's the no? Who's the? Oh, is he the uh, Rodrigo? Was the one who threw Kelsey to the ground, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's a cl- there's a clip out there of Rod, you know, near the goal line where uh, Rodrigo basically just one armed Kelsey to the ground. But you know, someone uh, pointed out in the clip. If you watch the clip, it's like, yeah, but Rodrigo was completely out of position and didn't make any kind of play. So it's like Kelsey got him out of the play and basically just sacrificed himself. Yeah. So, I appreciate that attention to detail on the internet. <laughs> um, now, I'm looking forward to the Eagles playing on Monday night. You know, they'll show some pictures of Pat and Geno's, you know, the cheesesteak pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing pictures but, of the Liberty Bell. Yeah, nothing, nothing we've never seen before. Anyone <laughs> in America has seen before. Yeah, maybe right. Ben Franklin Bridge if they get really, uh, you know, aggressive. Independence Hall. Yep. The yep. Rocky um, Statue. The Rocky Statue. They'll bring up, you know, the... The boathouses boat on Schuylkill. They'll definitely show that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right. Um, Which is ironic. There's nothing to do with football whatsoever, but... Or, you know, no. Just a nice picture. I this wonder is. sometimes if those are, like, stock... Or they every time they come to town, they shoot those. So with Monday Night Football, I have an answer to this. I believe for Monday Night Football and those, it's it's every time they come to town, they shoot those. So how does that? Who gets that assignment? Like, hey, we need you to go shoot some pictures of Boathouse Row. Get some yep. pictures of some cheesesteaks. Yep. Go take That's... pictures of Liberty Bell, Independence Hall. Yeah, Sunday night they'll they'll send someone out. They'll send a crew out, or as they say in the biz. An ENG crew, exactly. Yeah, which stands for Electronic News Gathering. Which talk about a dated term. Uh, yeah, they'll send them out in the uh, you know probably in the afternoon, so they get like a little bit of dusk, and then uh, you know, and then at nighttime shots. So yeah, no, it's but I, I think what you'll find, what you'll definitely find is your Fox afternoon games and. Um, you know, probably your CBS, you know, Sunday afternoon games, they will basically have a reel that they pass around to all the crews and they'll just use. And if they have time, they'll go out and shoot something else and then, you know, that, that clip gets passed around to all the crews and they can use it again, so. Right, right. Um, the other thing that happens too, believe it or not, is some of the camera guys will go out and just on their own when they're not uh, not working and shoot their own stuff and then bring it into work and let the broadcast use them too. Use that footage too. So, yep, the ins and outs of uh, broadcast production. All right, anything else that we need to cover? I think we we got it all. Uh, predictions. The Giants, the oh, you guys oh. don't do predictions. I forgot. No, no, no predictions. predictions. Right. We right. we do, all we do is hope for an Eagles win. That's right. My, my bad. I remember. Yeah. No. No. It's all right. It's all right. Because, you know, I, we always say around here at the uh, 19096 show is like, what's the point? It's not like I'm going to cut off a finger if I'm wrong. There you go. Yeah, what's good, what good is a prediction if there's no real consequence? I will make a prediction when there's consequence. That's why betting kind of makes sense, right? You put your money where your mouth is. Hence, well, the, ca- hence the Cayman bottle of wine bet there, Jack. Yeah, yep. 
<laughs> yeah. It, uh, oh, by the way, is that back on this year? Are we? Uh... Of course. Okay. Did I drink that? Did we drink that this? I think we did. Did we drink that this year? The one from last year. Yes, we did. We did. Yep. How come I don't remember when we drank it? It was on top of six other bottles. <laughs> that would, yeah, okay, that 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 all checks out. Okay. The flaming rum punch is the boot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, the rum boys coming back to town. Rum boys. All right. Well, I think uh, forgot nothing else. Blaze, anything for you? Two and zero, baby. I'm looking forward to two and zero. All right. Rick, any uh, final thoughts for you? No. Uh, you know. I think it's, you know, we got to keep this train rolling, right? Yeah. 1-0, we need to go 2-0, and and we could very well be 6-0 and uh, by the time our bye comes around. Yeah, I, I think uh, this this will be a, uh, I think actually in one of my previous, in our previous episodes, this was definitely one of those games I was most worried about. Yes, um, definitely. definitely. So, Wait, but, are um, the Mannings doing the uh, Monday Night Broadcast? Yeah, they'll do the Manning cast. All right. I wonder yeah. if Eli's going to give the double bird again. Yeah. <laughs> the Philly fans. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he's like, all the Philly fans, give me the double bird. Sure beats throwing garbage at your own QB. <laughs> <laughs> or or lighten or light your other teams, uh, or lighten your fan, uh, your other uh, like fans' cars on fire in the parking lot. That is classic. Holy yeah. shit. Love it. All right, well, until next week. Uh, Blaze, will we see you next week? Are you, oh, you're, you're on vacation next week, I think, on Tuesday, aren't you? No, it's Wednesday you guys do the show, right? Or Wednesday, yeah, yeah, yes, sorry. Yes, Wednesday I'll be traveling, so okay, I right. will listen in on the podcast and uh, the day after. And um, Yeah, the, oh, then yeah, definitely uh, the week after that, come back on and give us feedback. Give us the, uh, the ugly business where we suck or where we uh, are awesome. I look forward to it, gentlemen. Yeah, we want a full review of our of our week uh, week three podcast during our week four show. You got it. All right, notes and all. Till then, gentlemen. Good luck, right. and uh, we will talk then. Yeah, fly goes fly. Fly goes fly. Go birds. Go birds. Adios, boys.